Right, welcome everybody to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Fultz, and my co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hey there, Chris, and hello to our listeners out there. Welcome to Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. We are covering The Bachelor, Season 26, Episode 4. Now, Chris, we have given a bit of stick to this franchise, but I've got to tell you, kind of loving this series. <laughs> Well, Mr. Horrocks, I am with you. I know we're always at our best usually when we're knocking heads, but I have really enjoyed this. I'm t- I said it the last few episodes, the women bring the drama, Dave, and they bring the fire, and I'm all for it. This is night and day from Michelle's season. I've absolutely loved it. And the casting people, whatever we think of some of these characters, and I'm sure people listening are going to have a lot to say, especially about a certain character, it would be pretty fucking boring, Dave, without these characters. As much as she is infuriating me, and we're going to talk about it, I think this this series would be downright boring. So, no, brilliant. Yeah. And also, Dave, we have a few <laughs> emails and stuff for me later on. So we'll talk about <laughs> We do love our interaction, and I definitely love this particular interaction, so we'll <laughs> we'll get to that later. But I mean, we start off, Chris. The episode uh, pretty much it's it's where we left off, isn't it? You know, it's drama between Shanae and Elizabeth. And what do you reckon to how Clayton decided? You know, he's going to put his foot down. He was going to sort this shit out. <laughs> and then I, I, all I could think was the Homer Simpson. You know when. Homer's just daydreaming, like someone's talking yeah. to him, and you've got the monkey that, like, a little circus monkey with the <laughs> yeah, with the symbols, symbols. Yeah. <laughs> it just looks like that and ends up fucking walking off so they can just carry on arguing. What, what do you reckon to the whole shrimp debate? Well, I know we see as much as they want us to show on the edit and everything, I totally get that. But nobody has got a good word to say about Sinead. He brings them together at sort of a NATO, NATO, a NATO sort of peacekeeping envoy mission to <laughs> them to thrash it out and do the old handshake and he's going to be in the middle and it's like we're all friends again for the cameras. And I've got a question, Clayton, Dave, and his judgment of people because I've not seen Elizabeth do anything. I've seen a stick up for herself. I know we're on the verge, which I must admit tonight, we are on the verge of everyone ganging up on Sinead, which Sinead, I think, is going to play that card in the next episode, Dave. That's what they've got to be wary of. But for me, Sinead is just horrible. She's been absolutely wicked, fantastic TV, Dave. Absolutely brilliant. (laughs) Absolutely Absolutely amazing. We're, We're talking Claire levels of, holy shit, she does not care. I love it, but in the same respect, as a person, Sinead is just horrendous, but brilliant. And Clayton, Dave, useless, absolutely useless. Why <laughs> sit there, bring him together and walk off? He did nothing, did he? He just didn't articulate no. himself. It was it was brilliant. It was absolutely comedy gold for me. He just seemed to sit there as if it was like, I don't want to be here. 
<laughs> just, <laughs> just can the ground just open up and just swallow me whole? You know, I just, I want to get out of here. I've called them because the producers told me I should do, but now I just don't want to be here. That's that's the thing that's making this season great, Chris. You can tell these producers are playing him like a fucking flute. <laughs> and it is fucking, I'm here for it. So yeah, you're right. Sinead is horrible and she's certainly not someone who you'd want in your own life. But in terms of a series villain, she's bloody brilliant. And so I, I, I think in equal parts, I hate her, but love her for the uh, bring in the drama kind of thing. So, yeah, I, and, and like I say, Clayton, just absolutely fucking useless. Um, but I, again, Chris, we had a rose ceremony fairly quickly into the episode. I, I don't like this. I kind of like the rose ceremony to be, you know, the cliffhanger at the end. So it just seems a bit, a bit weird to have it at the start. But uh, of course, you know, it comes down to Sinead and Elizabeth, doesn't it? And, you know, they've made sure they uh, are stood together so they can get them in the same camera shot and everything. And um, he goes with Sinead, which, you know, again, do you think that was his decision or just the producers saying, look, we need a series villain. She's great you know, or, or just nudging him to say, look, we need to keep her on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know what? It's funny you should say that because I was thinking, have the producers in the background gone, it's Elizabeth, you know, Clayton, it's Elizabeth. Don't just listen to Sinead because you're right. It makes no sense. Sinead is not liked by any of the girls. She's got a really poor attitude. She was saying she's being bullied by Elizabeth. I have not seen anything she's calling her toxic using all the buzzwords dave that you would use when you're trying to sort of overthrow somebody in one of these programs we know that we nobody tolerates bullying and things like that but for me shanae is the bully dave absolutely shanae's the bully she, <laughs> she's got crocodile tears he is brilliant absolute, though isn't she I no mean, she's, she's brilliant she plays it like pantomime dick dastardly <laughs> levels of you know, twiddling moustache sort of, but like, I don't care. I'm going to come out with whatever I want to. But Clayton, what an absolute fucking doormat, Dave. Just useless again. Did nothing to defuse it. Made it worse. And how he picked her over Elizabeth, I do not know. However, when it happened, I was like, oh, this is going to be really good now for the rest of the yeah. episode because <laughs> the girls <laughs> were fuming with her. Yeah. Oh, it's great. It was great. And I genuinely was thinking, oh, I'm loving this. <laughs> <laughs> Even though, it, you know, the human part of me obviously feels sorry for Elizabeth. I don't think she did a great deal wrong. Um, but Chris Clayton has issued an apology on Instagram. Was it? So he says, I'm sorry, Elizabeth, for what you're going through. I wish I could have seen what was happening when I wasn't there. I obviously knew you all weren't in a good place with each other, but I thought at the time it was solely petty drama. I would have sent Sinead home immediately for making fun of you for being neurodivergent, had I known. Overall, the experience for me watching hasn't been fun, simply because I'm seeing all the damage that I caused. I really meant well, but my actions weren't always the best, as I can now see the repercussions from my decisions. I promise you I'm learning from the mistakes, though, and I'm doing everything in my power to come out of the other side a better man. What? 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 Now, Chris, 
what a fucking dick. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's fucking, we're here for the drama, you bellend. This is what it's all about. You know, this is what's making your series actually fucking good, not you. So, um, I don't know. I think he's just taking it all a bit too seriously, Chris. I, I do, you know, and also... The apology he's given Elizabeth is what Sinead should be giving to Elizabeth. He's done nothing wrong. He he was manipulated by Sinead and probably the producers, like you just said. And he's gone with that. He's gone with his gut. It doesn't help the fact that every time Sinead sees him, she fucking jumps on him like an anaconda day, doesn't she? Like she's <laughs> wrapping herself around him. I mean, most of the girls are doing that, but she's wrapping herself around him, snogging his face off. I've not really seen Elizabeth do a lot of that. I think... That's probably one of the reasons because he might have a physical connection at this point in the like the show, but oh, I, that that was over the top. He, all he had to say was Elizabeth, I'm sorry, that was the wrong decision. Can you forgive me? I didn't realize what was going on. That's it. The back end of that that fucking apology was bullshit. Because I'm thinking, well, she's gone. It's not like he he's like we know that he falls in love with three women because they keep telling us every episode. It's not like he's slept with her and then slept with the other. That's that's fair enough. That's a different conversation. But I don't get it at all. And poor Elizabeth's gone for me. I thought she was quite nice to be honest, Dave. I could be wrong, but here's another suggestion, Chris. If you're really sorry for you know Elizabeth's plight, DM her. Yes. You don't need to put it in your Instagram fucking stories for everyone else to read. It's not for Elizabeth, is it? He's just trying to make himself look better and feel better, probably. That's a very good point, actually, Dave. If you've, yeah, that's a very, very good point. So, but, yeah. Mm. But anyway, if I had to make the choice, Chris, I'd have chosen Elizabeth to go. <laughs> 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 like I say, I absolutely hate Sinead just as much as you do. But I'm like, fucking hell, I'm here for the drama. And and the fact that she just does not give a toss. She is balls out. Come at me, bitches. <laughs> I'm fucking here for Clayton and fuck the lot of you. So, yeah, I, I'm fucking loving Sinead. <laughs> You know what? I think maybe even with the situation with Claire and that, we went fucking. Full, I went full body fucking for her. When you look back, we did say when uh, Tace you come in, sort of like, oh, it's a bit boring now, you know. So, so that's the thing. This Shanae character, Jesus Christ, Dave, what a, they've picked her from somewhere. I think she's the best baddie we've seen so far since we've been covering the yeah. Bachelor franchise and Bachelorette. Without a doubt, she has been different level horrid and just brilliant tv but i i almost think i've probably changed in how i'm viewing it so i think victoria in matt season probably ran shanae pretty close but she wasn't around oh, yeah. for that much longer but she yeah. was pretty horrible and i just remember thinking oh fuck off you are the worst because i'm thinking about it you know in the context of you know if if you knew this person in real life and like you say, when the villains go, the series just becomes bland and boring. And so I, I think I, I've had a bit of a penny dropping moment where it's like, oh, no, we, we need the villains to bring the drama. It's when they get rid of the villains. That, that's when it gets pretty boring. Imagine if Cassidy was still in. Was it Cassidy? Cassidy, yeah, Cassidy, yeah. yeah. Very good. Good call there. So, because I, I think yeah. as well, Dave, I think you're right, is... The situation with like Elizabeth was 
they were doing all that foreshadowing before where Sinead is just laying into everyone, laying into her. I'm here to win. I'm, you know, gloat being a bitch, basically. So usually when that happens, Clayton's like, I'm sorry, you're going. And I did think, was he went through the rose ceremony, when he called Sinead up for the last rose, I thought, because he was quite sombre, you know, we got the old, you know, Jesse come out, oh, I'm sorry. We see it every series. The evening's dates have been cancelled. It's just not in the right frame of mind. He's Bachelor DNA 101. We know it's coming. They always cancel these fucking dates, probably to save a bit of money. We knew it was going. He comes there like dead so sombre. When she comes to his face, I thought, you know what? There's going to be a twist there. He's going to turn around and go, and he didn't, and he gave her the fucking rose and then literally snogged down. I was like, oh, Clayton, mate, what are you doing? What a terrible judge of character. But... I'm thinking, well, this is going to be fantastic because we're about 15, 20 minutes into this episode. We've still got over an hour at least of fucking drama. So, yeah, just fantastic. As a person, David, you're right. In real life, you would not, if you were single, I would say you would not go anywhere near someone like Sinead. That would just be a nightmare. Oh, yeah. And you know what? It's borderline disturbing, Chris, because when she turns on the charm and the gooeyness with Clayton, it's like... Oh, fucking hell, you are a master of manipulation, aren't you? You are really good at this. Um, I, I just think, oh, Christ, you know, it must be difficult if someone is being like that with you to see through it all, <laughs> you know, because she is so good at switching it. And so, yeah, I, I'm here for it. And, you know, spoilers for the end, um, but... I mean, it does appear like she goes quite far, Sinead, in this. Yeah, yeah. Again, unbelievable. He must be cringing. He's put put this, like you say, this faux apology to Elizabeth. And I think you're right, actually. It is more for him and his credibility and his sort of image. But I I find it really strange. I mean, they go on this text estate and he takes this Rachel and she's cooing over him, not seeing a lot between them. But I'll tell you what, Dave, there was a very, very uncomfortable snogging scene after they'd done all horse riding in that because mm. she runs up to him, wraps her legs around him. He's there, hand on the um, perp bottom, shall we say, and uh, <laughs> they're going for it. But then there's a bit where the snogging sat down and they are going for it for a good minute on camera. And I'm like, all right, we get it. We get it. I think Clayton's having the time of his life. Like the old Clayton is living his best life, isn't he? <laughs> Fucking hell. hell. <laughs> <laughs> She is cute, and she's saying, like, oh, I think I'm falling for the usual lines and that. But I actually think there's a chemistry between them two, Dave. I think that's this is the this Rachel has come from nowhere for me. But I actually honestly think that aesthetically together, and I'm looking at an article of the picture of them when they were sat down and I wondered kissed. what you were gonna say then. <laughs> no, it's none of them been released yet, Dave. But uh, not that I'd look at them, but but no, it's um they they look very aesthetically good together. I've got a feeling she might be the one who he takes at the end. I could be wrong, but I, I think he takes a few. That's the problem, isn't it? <laughs> so, I, I, I thought it was it was a nice enough date, but there's still too many of them yet, Chris, for for me to figure out. He's just fucking snogging everyone, isn't he? And you know, got his big shit eating grin there. He's just having a great time. But Chris, it, you know what irritated me in a disproportionately large way was Jesse Palmer coming in and he's going on about this fucking international trip because he said, you know, they cancelled the cocktail party, hadn't they? Yeah. And then he sort of says, uh, you know, there's not going to be a date. 
because we're going to go international. And Chris, I don't think Jesse Palmer understands what fucking international is. <laughs> <laughs> Texas is not international. I thought, oh, are they going to push the boat out? Are they going to go to Canada here? Uh, but no, they go to Texas. And um, <laughs> yeah, even country. though, yeah, it's the same fucking country, you bellend. So <laughs> <laughs> it's inter. National day, you meant it with a hyphen, not not just international. Because are you right? I thought Mexico was incoming or something like that. You know, something oh, yeah, they could have gone to Mexico. Yeah, I, I picked up on that. I, I'm not feeling this Jesse guy at all, Dave. I'm being honest. And let me just clear something up, Dave. This is initial thoughts that when we talk about the emails. Are, 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 <laughs> are you gonna are you gonna throw Jesse Palmer under the bus? Actually, no, no I think it might be me next week, might not it, for, for slagging <laughs> off. Old Jesse Palmer there, but no, I just, uh, I, I mean, he's does a, he's doing an okay job, isn't he? In terms of like the other uh, presenters that we've seen, but just that whole international thing, it just, it just wound me up. Yeah, yeah, it was very strange, and you know what made me laugh, Dave? So after the day, they have that band, Restless Road. I've never heard of him, and that's not being disrespectful. We don't see a lot of acts from America, do we, over here? You know, it's on the mainstream <laughs> stuff, but we don't, so I don't know who they are. Where did that fucking family come from, by the way? I know. <laughs> did you just pick a random Texas family? Fuck yeah. off. <laughs> I know, I was looking at that, like, do you want to come and join our barbecue? Of course we do. Yeah, I don't know anything about it, but we'll come and eat all your food. Fucking bullshit, I know, but... <laughs> and give you advice on life and stuff. <laughs> 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 well, after, yeah, it was very good that day. But after that, though, the, the next day, you've got like the three girls sat together Sierra, Gabby, and uh, Genevieve. They're all sat together. And then you see Sinead get up where there's a camera on her, Dave. It shoots <laughs> her from the side and then it shoots her from the back. And I'm like, are you really trying to make it out that we fucking. Oh, it was so fake, wasn't it? <laughs> And you could see her like smirking. Because I'm thinking she's not even in the same fucking place as these lots. No, <laughs> she just happens. Honestly. Happens to be in a room next to the foyer <laughs> <laughs> with a camera crew just watching her take a nap. <laughs> oh, it's ridiculous, isn't it? And, then, and again, you're right. And then again, it's like you know, Sinead knows everything. She's ready for this plan that they've got together. You know, because this Sierra does not like him. It does not like Sinead at all. She's the one who grasped her up to Clayton. And the, but then Dave, I've got to say, American football, the Bachelor Bowl, got a little bit tasty. And this is what I'm saying about Sinead has been awful, but the girls need to watch that it doesn't turn the other way. And that's where mm. Matt may uh, Matt, I'm calling him Matt, sorry. Clayton may come in and sort of say you're being mean to her, ally Victoria, like you said earlier. I don't think, I think Sinead is awful, but I think the girls have just had enough of her sort of sucking up all the time with Clayton, literally. Yeah, and I think you're right. I th the thing is, it's all edited though, isn't it? Because I yeah. had the same feeling that, oh, hang about, it is almost doing a 180. They, they are kind of singling her out, but I was kind of putting myself, if you were in that position... It'd be hard not to just say, look, can we get this fucking see you next Tuesday out? You know, it's like she's a nightmare and anyone can see that she's a nightmare. So I agree. I think fortunately, um, Clayton is not reading any of that. <laughs> <laughs> so doesn't care. And um, 
I, I've heard, I, I don't know if uh, they actually showed it or not, but Sinead ended up getting tackled. She didn't even have the fucking ball. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Dave? And I've said this before about like the Bachelor franchise, and including the Bachelorette in that. They must have some good insurance because whatever we think of the UK, on Love Island, you're not seeing people go for it the way they do on this. This is proper... No. Full contact American football, and they absolutely nail Sinead a few times. I mean, that Marlena tea bags are at one point. <laughs> Sierra does <laughs> absolute <laughs> unbelievable tackles. But Sierra went in on Sinead, and then to be fair, she did get her, but Sinead sort of flipped her, and, and Sierra ended up on her back. And I was thinking, these are all going to have fucking concussion or something because they mm. absolutely. I love it because I I do respect the fact that it's not this sort of, oh, no, we've got a wrap in cotton wool. Look at the wrestling one we had with the men. And then they had that, yeah. like, touch football thing, didn't we? That that American psycho guy took the other guy out and yeah. knocked him unconscious. So, Slammed him in the back, didn't he? Yeah, interesting what they do, I must admit. And I'm here for it, Dave, because it was a great way for everyone to get their frustrations out. Yeah, I, I must admit, though, I did think... It does. I don't know if they have good insurance. I reckon they have really good lawyers and contracts. <laughs> you know, yeah. so it's like you take part in this at your own risk. You don't have to come on the group date. You can sit on the sidelines if you want. Um, uh, but no one's going to do that, are they? They're going to want to play. They're going to want to get some screen time. I mean, they took it really seriously, didn't they? And, and the losing team, what, what was it? The something shrimp against the purple punishers? <laughs> punishers team shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll tell you what, Chris, I did enjoy. After, uh, I completely forgot, but when Sinead and Elizabeth were having their argument, you know, in the first sort of 10 minutes or whatever, and all about the fucking shrimp, and then she goes to the buffet and just pulls out all the shrimp, shrimp and sits yeah. in the middle of the girls eating the shrimp. I'm like, fucking hell, you are poking the bear there. Oh, she don't give a fuck, Dave, does she? Oh. She really doesn't give a fuck. But no, it, and I think, like, from that point, the episode, I, 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 do, I did have a feeling a little bit of, again, you know, like I say, there is, like you always say, there's the splatterings of the producers. They're always there. It felt like the pizza guy who came and grabbed that guy's coat oh, through God, in the yeah, water. Yeah. You know, in the last series, Peter did it, didn't he? And then so Sinead doing this at the end with the, the trophy and everything was it was very similar, very, very similar. But again, I'm like, oh, I am here for this, Dave. I am absolutely <laughs> on fire for this. So yeah, it, it brilliant. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't was trying to work out the logistics of exactly where she was. And, you know, we've seen this a few times, haven't we? You know, someone storm on the evening day, even though they're not really technically supposed to get that time. And uh, what did she say? She said something like, uh, I deserve to be here. I wanted to see you. I thought, oh, that sounds a bit entitled. <laughs> you know, but Clayton's like, okay. You know, he plays along with it. And then by the end of the conversation with Clayton, He's put in her hands again, you know, and they end up snogging and, you know, he gets her up on the bar stool. I'm pretty sure if the cameras weren't there, he'd have been fucking nailing her. So, you know, I think little Clayton is having a big input into uh, some of the choices he's making here. Yeah. And also about Sierra, though, Dave, 
she laid into Sinead, but he, he was still having none of it. He thinks that Sinead's being bullied, doesn't he? Like I say, yeah. It, it, yeah, it's, yeah. she says, doesn't she, you know, a lot of the women in the house said, we can't believe if you had the full story, you'd want it to be your wife. And then he's having a pop at her because she was tackling her. <laughs> yeah. Just like, oh my God. And then fucking he kisses bloody Sinead later on, doesn't he? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, he gets her on the bar. On thing, the bar, yeah. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable, <laughs> Dave. What what a beautiful person. A great politician, won't she? Yes. Brilliant. The way she spins the facts uh, in her own favor. Uh, it, it's fucking horrid. <laughs> but brilliant. It, it's kind of you have to admire it a little bit. And you know, fucking dum dum there hasn't got a clue what's going on. So no, no, yeah. absolute brilliant TV, Dave. Brilliant. So, Dave, yeah. come on, let's hear it. Now, Clayton, now, Clayton, <laughs> now, Chris. <laughs> I wish it was Clayton at this point. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, last no. week, Chris, we had a little bit of uh, a discussion about some of the, the Bachelor alumni. And we've had some feedback. We always love a bit of feedback. <laughs> and uh, this one is you from do. Maria. <laughs> and it simply says, Chris, and, and this is to our CD reality cast at gmail.com email. And it says, hi there, Chris. This episode made me want to let you know that you must stop banging on about Caitlin being fake. She is one of only a handful of bachelorettes since the beginning of this show that is real. She has two successful businesses, a hugely successful podcast, two songs, and so on. I've been following her since her time on The Bachelor, as she was goofy and funny without being mean. Most people that meet her in person like her. Unlike your beloved Taisha, that is the one that comes across in interviews and podcasts where she she was a host as extremely fake. Your reality radar is shit. <laughs> I, can, I can say this as I listen to many podcasts and the likes while working all day long, and not just because I watch five minutes of someone on TV. Please calm down with your hatred of spewing on Caitlin. I have thousands of hours listening to people, and this is the first time I've written into a podcast, as I like listening to the two of you, especially Dave, or I might have made that bit up, um, <laughs> but when you falsely accuse someone, in brackets, you know jack shit about, so strongly I feel I have to have my say. You cannot like someone without spewing crap you know nothing about out of your mouth. <laughs> I have done it for 60 years, and I am still alive and laughing all day. Enjoy your day. All the way from South Africa, Maria. Now, Chris, <laughs> I don't know if that is that wins the award for best email we've ever received. But let's say for this season, I, I think it's, it's uh, certainly my favorite anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did actually reply to Maria and I did say, Well, that put me in my place. Can I use it? You know, can we put it on? And she's like, Yeah. And I knew you'd be chomping at the bit because you read that first, and all I got was your classic, 
oof, we've had an email, and I'm like, oh, no, that, that definitely is something to do with me. But we read them out, good and bad. That's the whole point. The whole point of doing this podcast is it's just two, me and you, chatting as friends. If people disagree or agree, just tell us whether we get it right or wrong. I'd take on board the stuff about Caitlin, Dave. I really do. I may not say any more. I may. But I still stick by what I said. I'm not a massive fan. <laughs> Um, and that's all I'm going to say. But I love the fact that Maria's been passionate enough just to come in and just absolutely roast me, Dave. I have got nothing to come back at that at all. <laughs> She's fine. She's absolutely. I can totally understand it. And she is right about the fact that I don't know anything about K- Caitlin. I am judging her over this. The only time I've ever seen her was the season after Chris Harrison got sacked and this one. So I can't judge her on anything else because I've never seen the series. So there you go. But I'm just going off what I see over the last two series. But anyway, Dave, come on, hit me with the second one. There's some, proper, bomb, hate, there's some proper hate mail going down. This. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so this, this one's from Lauren. And oh, it says, no. Oh, <laughs> oh it no. Says, oh, my poor, sweet Chris. Actually, she's not called you Christopher. <laughs> <laughs> I must apologise. I didn't realise how obsessed you had become with me. Clearly, you've been checking your inbox each week for one of my missives, missives, I actually don't know what that means, Um, yearning to the point of insomnia, of skin rashes, of hallucinatory paranoia, only to be shattered, crushed, rendered impotent, easy, (laughs) and incoherent by my complete and total obliviousness to your plight. I now see that your bout of COVID was in fact a wail from Lauren withdrawal. That your gym selfies and fitness pics, a desperate cry to hear me coo Christopher yet again. Even your nose seems to have swollen. (laughs) 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 Unshed Lauren craving tears. But now the desperation with which you fabricate an entire faux fight just to win back some crumb of attention, casting me as an addict of the Caitlin Kool-Aid, wishing your slander of her to once again spark my sass. Oh, Chris, true enough, I admire a gal who fucks before fantasy suite permission slips assigned by the creepy Chris Harrison. And give me a lady whose main side gig is selling wine and being drunk on the gram. But this robot host, Caitlin, she's as inconsequential to me as well, you. (laughs) As as of late, truth is painful, I know. (laughs) Fucking hell. (laughs) It's still going. One point worth noting, however. As you try to soothe the balm of this unrequented Lauren obsession, Caitlin was also quite notorious for talking massive mountains of shit on this franchise, and especially attacked creator Michael Fleiss for his disgusting misogyny, and yet somehow still bamboozled her way to be host. Christopher, I know you too dream of hosting this show, and you too are covered in the stench of manure you've piled at its door. Might Caitlin, in fact, be your predestined guru, whose career path you might follow from sewage to stage? Dear, dear frenemy, still going. For, for yes, I will keep 
I will let you keep that title, if only from pity. I implore you to look within and realize you don't need me to call out your rancid opinions to feel alive. You can still do it by yourself. Or if you'd stop interrupting, interrupting him, leave it to Dave. <laughs> Until then, please expect a restraining order forthwith. Never yours, L. <laughs> Chris, you know I was said that the uh, award for the best email of the series. <laughs> I think it might be a tie. <laughs> right. So, so this is all your fault. I'm not happy about this interrupted situation as well, but she, this is your fault with Lauren, right? So I take everything Lauren said on board because you alluded that someone wasn't happy with me. And usually it's Lauren. I came, put two and two together and come up with five. five. Hence the reason I was like, (laughs) Lauren, and I said it. And this has come back to bite me, David, yet again. And so it was only after the podcast that you, as my great friend, was pissing yourself and you went, you know, it wasn't Lauren. And I'm like, oh, you are joking. She's going to absolutely nail me on, the, on the, an email or Instagram. And she has done that, Dave. So thank you for that, my good friend. You can always rely on your mates, can't you? It's like, yeah, I want to get enough rope. Do you want some more rope? <laughs> <laughs> oh no oh, god i have nothing oh, so if, on the chin. if you too would like chin. to uh email in and and after my jesse palmer comments i i feel like the tables may be turned next week but um yeah just email us in at cdrealitycast at gmail.com and yeah oh, it's, it's gonna have to be a good email to top those two <laughs> very good Dave and I tell you look you've got to take it you've got to take this sort of thing absolutely do you've got to take it on the chin and I do you put yourself out there Dave and that's what happens and with the Lauren situation it's my own fault for assuming Dave because again <laughs> made an ass of myself but there you go so anyway Lauren it goes to show that. that lots of people do have love for Caitlin and the thing is, we haven't seen her on the, you know, her original season on The Bachelor and uh, her Bachelorette season. So probably if we went back and watched that, which we're not going to do, but we would uh, <laughs> have a different perspective, maybe. We would, Dave. Now, a big thank you to our patrons, especially Lauren this week, Dave, for that amazing email. Big thank you to <laughs> Maria as well. I appreciate, honestly, I do love when someone comes in and just roasts me completely. It's brilliant. Uh, but obviously, guys, if you want to support us on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash CD Reality Cast. The roll call of honor for today is Michelle, Keith, Helen, Brianna, Noreen, Amy, Zoe, Joanna, Helen, Libby, Katie, Dee Dee, Priscilla, Susan, the wonderful Lauren, Lucky Lulu Green, and Kent Gustav. So, see, I'll put wonderful in there, Dave. Don't want another email like that next week. <laughs> oh, <creep. laughs> yeah. If you are, follow us on social media at CD Reality Cast. And also, I'm going to have to keep checking our Instagram more because I did not see this message from Lauren Dave. So I'm going to make sure that I delete anything like this forthwith going forward. But there you go. No, brilliant. Yes. Brilliant. Brilliant that today, mate. No, it's really good. And like you say, genuinely, I am enjoying this series. And normally, Chris, for the last, oh, however long we've been doing it now, you know, with The Bachelor, it must be getting on for two years it's just a slog you know that two hours is like oh i just have to get through this but this was 
genuinely enjoyable. So yeah, I'm I'm really intrigued. I wish they wouldn't keep spoiling at the end, and and then when it comes on, I should just you know switch over, but I don't. <laughs> I have to see it through, <laughs> you know. But uh, I'm sure at the end here, he said he made love to three people. I don't yes, think I did. misheard that. Yeah, no. yeah. So no, 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 yeah, something like that. Or he loved three people. It was something along them lines. I thought it was made love to them, not just he was in love with three people. So, you know, there's going to be some good drama. Usually expect, I mean, it seems to be fucking expected on this franchise, but you usually expect this comes out after the show. You don't expect them to edit this shit in. So, no, I'm here for it. It is of a high standard this season, and it's been great to speak to you. And thanks to everyone out there for listening, for emailing in and, and just supporting us. And we'll speak to you next time. Take care, everyone. Bye.